The LA Kings look to get back on track at home before heading into the holiday break. And it's a feedback Friday on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we are also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I work in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the last 17 years and a passionate L.A. Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. L.A. Kings play their final game before the holiday break coming up on Saturday when they host the Calgary Flames. This is the fourth of seven straight games against division opponents, the first time the Kings and Flames have met this year. Uh, so far, L.A. 2-1 and one over that stretch of seven games against Pacific Division opponents. Kings head into the game with a record of 18-7-4, third place in the Pacific, but just 5-6-3 on home ice. Kings are coming off a 2-1 home loss against the Seattle Kraken on Wednesday. Flames are 14-14-5 for fourth place in the Pacific, they are 6-8-4 and four on the road this season. Flames have won three in a row, but that was coming off the heels of a five-game losing streak, which is a bit how their entire season has gone so far, hot and cold. Uh, they are coming off a 3-0 shutout of the Ducks in Anaheim on Thursday. Jacob Markstrom made 25 saves in net for Calgary for the shutout. Expect to see him again in net against the Kings, and L.A. should be going with number one goalie Cam Talbot, the former Flame from many years ago. Uh, Flames leading point scorer is Nazem Kadri with 24 points and Yegor Sharangovich is their leading goal scorer with 11. Flames came into this season with a lot of changes in the offseason. They got a new general manager, former King Craig Conroy. They've got a new head coach and Ryan Huska, who was promoted from their AHL affiliate, replacing former Stanley Cup winning coach of the LA Kings, Daryl Sutter. Uh, the Flames are still trying to recover from losing Top players like Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau a couple years ago. Uh, they traded Kachuk to Florida uh, in exchange for Jonathan Huberdeau. Kachuk then led the uh, Panthers to the Stanley Cup final last year while Huberdeau has struggled, uh, and he is still not really adjusted to his new team now in his second season. Think Pierre-Luc Dubois times a 1,000 uh, with what's going on with Jonathan Huberdeau in Calgary. As for the Kings, uh, they did have a good effort and a lot of shots on goal in their loss against the Kraken, but... Uh, not good on the power play. Hopefully we can see the same number of shots with better results coming up against the Flames. And the Kings may have an early Christmas gift for all of us Kings fans, and that is the return of defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov. Uh, thanks to uh, Kings insider Zach Dooley, friend of the show Russell Morgan, tweeting out the pictures and the video of Vladislav Gavrikov at practice today participating in team practice, and he had the normal black jersey on, which means he was not limited to any kind of contact or anything uh, in practice. So uh, I'm sure the Kings will obviously look and see how does he feel the following day after getting back to practice, specifically how does the knee feel 
which he uh, injured in that game against the Islanders a few uh, days back. Um, but the good news is, even if uh, Gabrikov doesn't get back in the lineup on Saturday, certainly looks like he will be ready to go very soon thereafter, which is good news for the LA Kings. All right, it is a Friday fan feedback show. We got a lot of emails to get you. We have a tweet we're going to read as well, and also uh, try and get to some YouTube comments if we can. But let's start with the emails. This one comes from Bob. He's in Echo Park, and he says, I've been enjoying listening to Edmonton hockey shows lately as they are uh, meltdown over a, a tire fire of the Oilers season. Uh, this week, the Oilers had to fire up uh, a line blender yet again to back up McDavid's line and try and squeeze any production out of their middle six. This has helped me appreciate the stability of our own center depth and also Pierre-Luc Dubois' presence on the third line, even though we all want to see more points on the score sheet from PLD, given his massive cap hit, his physicality and, and possession strength has already been causing matchup problems for our opponents and also has improved the minutes and zone starts for Kopitar and Deneau's lines. In fact, I wonder if in small part, if Kopitar's offensive resurgence at his age and Byfield's breakout this season can be attributed to having fewer but more productive minutes from being supported by a strong third line. It's an absolute luxury for us to be complaining about PLD's point total on the third line when you compare how other third lines have been performing league-wide. I hope PLD will continue to develop and improve on his familiarity with our system, and I suspect Pierre-Luc Dubois' contract will start to look a lot better as the years go by, just as it did with Kempe, Deneau, and Thousand Oaks legend Trevor Moore. Go Kings go! And that, again, was from Bob in Echo Park. I, I do think that Bob brings up a good point in that not everything has to be measured in goals and points. It's the most obvious thing we look at, and, and I get that. But again, I think it brings up a good point that not everything is always measured in those types of numbers. Um, and I said it earlier, I still think Pierre-Luc Dubois is giving the Kings what ultimately they were looking for, and that is to have that strength down the center. And as Bob pointed out, um, you know, I, I think Andre Kopitar would still be having a good year regardless. But having that strong uh, third line center, and again, we're talking strong as far as what he brings to the ice, not necessarily what he's produced so far, um, but the threat that he brings, the respect that he kind of commands from the other teams, uh, I think that uh, ha has had a positive effect. It has cut down on the minutes for Deneau and Kopitar, and so maybe over the length of the season, there are benefits in that regard, uh, even if we may not see them on the score sheet as much as we would like. Uh, and this uh, next one is a tweet that I got. Uh, this comes from at Nick Vrow 78. Uh, and I did want to mention that um, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. If you are a follower of this show at Locked on LA Kings, uh, and I see that you are a Kings fan, because I know there's a lot of bots out there and I'm not, I don't just follow everyone automatically, but if I see that your maybe your, your avatar is hockey related or Kings related. If I see something in the description that says you're a Kings fan or you're a hockey fan, I will follow you back if that's something you're interested in. And if you want to follow back and I haven't followed you back, just uh, ask me to follow you back and I will. Uh, so if that's something you're interested in, then you can do that. And you can send me a direct message like Nick Rose 78 did. Uh, he says, Hey Eddie, happy holidays and hope all is well. Just wondering if you can touch on the PLD hate and some of the criticism from recent Kings trades, Fiala, Faber, that have been popping up on social media. Do you feel LA is just a team built for the regular season or can they get over the hump? 
hoping a first round uh, not facing McDavid will help. Thanks for your time and all you do. And again, that was from Nick of Rose 78 on Twitter. Um, I think the Pierre Luc Dubois hate, if you want to call it that, is, is pretty obvious. His numbers are not what any of us thought they would be at this point. Um, he also has a style of play that lends itself to those that think that he isn't putting out maximum effort. Uh, I, I remember back in the day, some of you older Kings fans might remember Michael Hanzus. Who's kind of like Zeus was kind of like that too. Kind of a lumbering style. Doesn't look like he's putting out all the effort that he could. But I mean, some players just have kind of a different skating style. I'm not completely disregarding uh, all the criticism of Pierre-Luc Dubois. There are some times when he does kind of coast, I think. But there, again, I think he does have that kind of skating style where he's just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't, it, I think it hurts him as well that you see Quentin Byfield, who's basically the exact same height and weight and how he flies around the ice. And Byfield's got those arms and legs moving everywhere. Uh, so, but I, I don't know. I think you do need to keep in mind that not everybody has the same kind of skating style. I mean, Andre Kopitar doesn't fly around the ice everywhere, but he's also incredibly effective because of his positioning and his smarts and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, as far as, but as far as the hate for Pierre-Luc Dubois, it's because of the numbers, the numbers aren't there. And, and his style of play isn't like some of the other players, as far as Kevin Fiala and Brock Faber. Um, I have not seen that. I'm not saying that I'm you know, constantly scrolling through all the social media tweets out there uh, to see what people are saying about whatever. It, it, I mean, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, it can be a pretty negative place, generally speaking. Um, but I haven't seen a lot of uh, consternation over the Fiala-Faber trade, um, and I don't know why there would be, frankly. Um, if you don't know, Brock Faber is a young defenseman that the Kings had in their system. Uh, they traded him to Minnesota in the Kevin Fiala deal. And it seemed to make a ton of sense, and it still does. Uh, the Kings have depth on right shot defense. We still got Brant Clark waiting in the wings. Uh, and so we could afford to give up some depth at that position to get a top six left winger, which is what we needed and what we got in Kevin Fiala. So um, Fiala is at times can be a frustrating player, but he also at times makes spectacular plays. He's kind of one of those high risk, high reward kind of guys. Overall, I think it's been a good trade for both teams. Uh, and Brock Faber will be, by all accounts, a very good defenseman for Minnesota for years to come. Um, I'm not a professional scout, but I would say if you don't know Brock Faber, I'd say he's a step below a Brant Clark and maybe a step above a, a Jordan Spence. So a, a good, solid young defenseman, but he's not going to be the next Kale McCarr or something like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know why uh, people would criticize that trade. I think that's been a good deal for both teams. Uh, we've got plenty more emails to get to, and we will do that more. And again, uh, try and get to some YouTube comments if we have time. We'll do that here next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Pierre-Luc Dubois scores a hat trick and the LA Kings win the Stanley Cup. That sounds great, right? Well, you know what else sounds good? You winning 100 times your money by playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app as the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. You can uh, bet on anything from goals, assists, points, saves, and more. And Sleeper offers 100 times payouts, 100 times. And although we love the NHL, not just about hockey, You've got uh, the NFL season winding down and the playoffs coming up. College football bowl season is in full swing and the NBA is going on as well. Now's a great time to get in on all the amazing sports action and right, make the right picks and you could win big. Use the promo code 
Locked on NHL, and you will get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. Set up sleepers terms of use for details. All right, let's get back to some more emails. This one comes from Jim in Lakewood, who is a defender of all things goaltenders. Uh, and he says, uh, thanks, Eddie, for keeping the faith for the team. Kind of uh, hardcore to stay at it as much as you do uh, for us. So we do appreciate it. Uh, the only thing I will say is that while you were a thousand percent right about Byfield, totally digging the dude on the ice, both defensively and offensively, I am not feeling Pierre Luke at all. I am pretty sure I'm not the only one who has seen reflections of the Winnipeg and Columbus days where he was sort of gliding around the ice. No urgency, zero urgency. It's really disturbing. Uh, look at Moore, look at Lizzo, look at Kopi. They're all going for it, especially Moore and Lizzo when it comes to all-out hustle. I just don't see it from the $8 million man. And the funny thing, he has the same dollar amount as his number. Talk about pompous. I do not like him. Another Blake special stupid signing. Maybe $3 million, but $8 million. Uh, question mark. Totally insulting to the other hustlers on the team in my book. Thanks again for reading this and staying at it. You are definitely a great hockey fan. And that was Jim in Lakewood. All right, Jim, I got to call you out a little bit on this. You you mentioned that his number is number 80, and that's the same as the $8 million uh, he's a year he's making, and you called that pompous. Actually, the reason why Pierre-Luc Dubois wears number 80, and you should know this as a goalie guy, is it's in tribute of his former teammate, Mattis Kivlinix, who died in that freak firework accident. Uh, when he was playing for Columbus. So yeah, it's not, he's not wearing, you know, 80 for, you know, $8 million. He's wearing it as a tribute to his, his uh, former teammate. Um, yeah, but that's, oh, again, that's part of the criticism we talked about. Um, I would just say this, and and again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be uh, some kind of Pierre-Luc Dubois defender necessarily. I try to be fair. Um, like I said, his style of play, it's not, I mean, like Blake Lazat, he hustles because he has to hustle to stay in the league. He doesn't have the skills of a lot of other players. That's how he gets it done. And it's great. And he can be a spark plug for the team. Uh, and and we love watching him play because we love those scrappy guys, little guys that get it done. Um, but he doesn't have the, it, they're just, it's not really, I think it's apples and oranges when you, you compare those two guys. They don't have the same type of game. They don't have the same type of skills. They don't have the same body type. So little bit unfair i do understand though i understand that pierre-luc dubois has that style where he does glide a lot so i i get it it's not a great optic um but he had a great game the other day against san jose if you saw that game uh he needs needs more of those kind of games and i think i think he'll be fine uh this comes from luke and temecula says hey eddie i've been an everydayer for the past couple of years now and enjoy the opinions and knowledge you bring to the podcast it has helped me follow the kings more closely as i am a newer fan of about four years or so uh, part of being an everydayer I have come to appreciate is the timelessness of news and insight your show offers because it's a daily podcast. However, the last month or so seems the podcast have been posting much later in the day and evening onto Spotify where I listen. I believe you had mentioned before that you do not do the production, so you are somewhat limited to when the episodes actually post, but I was hopeful it would be possible to get the episodes out earlier in the day. Generally speaking, the game preview episodes don't have the same ring to them the day after already watching the game. Not sure if this is only related to Spotify, but thought I would mention it. Uh, I will be at the game this Saturday, hoping for a Kings win. Thank you for all the work you do, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. Go Kings go. That is Luke in 
Temecula. Um, it, good, it's good comment, Luke. Um, so I don't know if anybody else is interested in this, but I'll try and make this brief. I work overnights at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm, my shift is 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. I come home, immediately go to sleep, and I wake up around 1 p.m. As soon as I wake up, I try to start working on the show, and I want to get it out there by 4 p.m. so that people can listen to the show as they're driving home in their cars for their going home commute. That's the plan. Now, sometimes things get complicated because maybe something happens during the day. I got to take care of just stuff that happens in life. And in particular, around the holidays, when your wife is asking you to go to the grocery store to buy her uh, stuff so she can make holiday cookies or run down to the uh, In-N-Out Burger to get some gift cards for some family members, things like that. So sometimes that pushes things back, but uh, that should probably be helped out a bit once the holiday season is over. But that's that's what I hope to do every day. I hope to get the show out around four o'clock. Um, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But that's the plan. But uh, that's my daily schedule, and that's that's what I try to do. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's what I try to do. And uh, like I said, the holidays have kind of gotten in the way a little bit of that uh, as of late. Uh, next email comes from Chuck. He's in Harbor City. Says I am a proud and fulfilled everydayer. Thanks to you and your diligent reporting, I now know how the developments of the overall King system is progressing. Over the past 50 years, I rarely had the knowledge of the up-and-coming players nor the organizational philosophy. Thanks to you and your weekly report, I am now so informed, and your content is far and above any expectations I have ever imagined. Thank you so much for all you do for us everydayers and all of your listeners. Well, Chuck, thank you uh, very much for those very kind words. Um, if I can do anything to help Kings fans be more informed uh, on the uh, organization, what's going on in the system, that kind of thing, uh, if I can help you you become more, uh, enjoy the Kings more, then I'm definitely doing my job. So I, I really appreciate that. Uh, this one comes from Ashley. She's in, I'm going to, she didn't say where she's from. So you know how this goes. If you've watched these episodes before, I make it up. If you don't tell me where you're from, I make it up. Uh, this is from Ashley. I'm going to say it's Ashley in Anaheim, which is really weird considering what she's about to say. Uh, she says, hello, Mr. Garcia. Uh, full disclosure, I am a Golden Knights fan, first and foremost, but I cheer for the Kings as my secondary team. I wanted to thank you for your comprehensive coverage of the Kings every day. You've helped me fill out my knowledge of players, upcoming talent in the AHL and their schedule. I love watching this team play. I love their grit and their mentality, and I hope to see them make it out of the first round, especially if it means getting revenge against the Oilers, unless, of course, they face the Knights. Happy holidays. I watch every day and can't wait to see what 2024 will bring. Well, Ashley, um, thank you very much for, for listening and watching. Uh, those are two very interesting teams that you are fans of. I'm I'm wondering if maybe you were originally a Kings fan and maybe you actually live in Vegas, not Anaheim. And once the Golden Knights came in, you switched because there was a local team. I know that Las Vegas at one time was a big Kings uh, hotbed. Um, and, and now people have kind of switched over because of the Golden Knights. So interesting that you are a fan of two Pacific Division rivals. But regardless, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, glad you're rooting for the Kings uh, unless they're playing the Golden Knights. Uh, we've got some more emails. We're going to try and squeeze in a few YouTube comments if we can. We'll do that here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, 
exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it is easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay's guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. And you know, on this show, you get a lot of in-depth analysis and sometimes some hot takes, but I'm going to give you my hottest take of the day. The best lineup in L.A. right now is the lineup of auto loans at Logix. They start off with their Top of my favorites, the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to get you the lowest rates and save you big time bucks. Up next, they've got the exciting new rookie sensation and their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. Rounding out their lineup, they've got their auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With these guys, you could lower your monthly payment and get on the road to owning your car faster. Look, I know it's a hot take, but seriously, no one can beat the lineup at Logics. Just visit your local Logics branch right here in LA and the surrounding areas, and one of their one of their amazing team members help you out. Or just apply online in minutes at logicsbanking.com forward slash car. That's logics l o g i x banking.com forward slash car. The LA Kings face the Calgary Flames Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just search LA Kings. And unfortunately, I will not be at the Kings game this Saturday. If you're looking to meet up, um, my you, if you've watched this show or listened to this show, you know my wife is a huge LA Chargers fan. Things aren't going well this year. Um, but we have tickets to the game. It's a Saturday game, and we got invited to watch the game in a cabana. So I don't know exactly what that's going to mean, but uh, looking forward to checking out what that uh, what that entails. So won't be at the game uh, on Saturday. Uh, let's see. We do have a couple more emails. I think we can squeeze in maybe a YouTube comment or two. This one comes from Bruce Hamer Coleman, and he didn't say where he's from. I'm going to say it's Bruce in Buena Park. Uh, he says, my condolences go out to Gene Carr's family and friends. He was a great guy on and off the ice and really one of the key additions the Kings made to get back into the playoffs back in 1973-74. Ice hockey was not very big in Southern California at the time. The team practiced out of the Culver City ice rink, and fans were encouraged to attend, but often it was just me, my father, and a handful of people watching him skate. The players always took time to chat with us, and many of them gave us their hockey sticks, some broken, some not, players like Rogi Bashan, uh, Brooch Goring, and Gene Carr, among others. I was really young, but Gene always was always kind and seemed to enjoy chatting with me and my dad. On the ice, he was a lot like a lot of other players of that era, fast, gritty, and tough. He was only 5'11", but wouldn't hesitate to drop the gloves of anyone. He took a lot of shots, but didn't light the lamp as often at the NHL level. He used his speed and worked hard in the corners to create havoc and force turnovers. I'm told I attended one of his very first Kings games in 1967, but I was an infant and don't remember much of the game. But I do remember the Kings rosters of the early 70s and watching those players in person or on TV is among my fondest memories of my youth. RIP Gene Carr, and thank you. Go, Kings, go. Um, I I was actually on um, the Locked On NHL show the other day. I was a guest on that show to talk about the Kings. Uh, the host of that show is Gil Martin, and he is out of New York, and we had an off-air conversation about Gene Carr, um, who also played for the Rangers, so uh, Gil knew of him from his time with the Rangers, and he was telling me that uh, 
Gene Carr was a super nice guy, but he had his issues off the ice after he played. I guess he had some like addiction issues and whatnot. And he had said um, that, and it was mentioned in his, uh, I don't know if it was his uh, obituary, but the Kings put out a release about Gene Carr passing away. Talked about how he's, he was really into the local music scene and was a, a fan uh, and friend of many bands. And uh, Gil had told me that he was really good friends with the guys in the band, the Eagles, Gene Carr. So uh, very interesting. Gene Carr passing away recently, uh, unfortunately, former LA King. All right, we're going to try and squeeze in a couple of uh, the YouTube comments here. And they all have a familiar theme. Uh, this is from General Lee Concepts. He says, uh, it's still hard to imagine how motivated, how hard a uh, at work players like Dowdy and Kopitar remain after all these years. Truly, they are leading by example. And over the past few years, the Kings management has made some wonderful additions that worked out. In fact, the big Q has turned into a very pleasant addition. So that leaves us with one guy who suddenly doesn't know how to put the puck in the net. I fear uh, his inability will begin to wear on the other players. They don't. They are still human. And one guy not pulling his weight could turn into a real distraction. I just don't have any advice on how to light a fire under a seven to eight million dollar a year player. And of course, he's talking about Pierre Luc Dubois. As John Madden once said, "Winning is a great deodorant." So as long as the Kings are winning, uh, I don't think the Pierre Luc Dubois thing is going to be an issue, as it is right now in Calgary with Jonathan Huberto. They are not winning, and they've got a guy making a lot of money who's not living up to expectations and who's playing on their top line. Uh, and has been counted on to be a, an important player. It's not, obviously, it's not at that level. But um, like I said, as long as the Kings keep, keep winning and having success, I don't think it's uh, going to be much of a distraction. Uh, this from Vintage Teal Dog. Uh, he says, even though they lost, talking about the game against Seattle, Dubois has been lost all year. Kings goaltending has been solid. When the season started, everyone was clamoring for the Kings goalie situation. And that would be their downfall. Their downfall is playing lazy. Dubois' line was supposed to be the backup line for scoring. I'd sit him out and put Turcotte on that line. Uh, well, Turcotte is is not eligible to play because he's still injured. Uh, but we did have a uh, we did have a listener suggest maybe bringing up Turcotte and putting Pierre Luc Dubois on the wing. Um, again, as long as they're winning, uh, I don't see the Kings making any kind of big changes. But at some point, if things aren't going as well. Um, you would think they might try to do something like that. Moving, We've talked about it before, moving Pierre-Luc Dubois over to the wing uh, and seeing if maybe that gets him going a bit. Uh, and this is what final one comes from Big Lebowski3961, who is a regular commenter on the YouTube episodes. He says, another frustrating loss for this roster to be below 500 at home is unacceptable. Regarding Dubois, what exactly is the coaching staff doing to get him going? I see nothing that is working. Um Yeah, again, I don't think they're not going to do anything as far as the top two lines because that's going so well. Um, I don't see them demoting him to the fourth line and putting Blake Lazat on the third line because the fourth line has played very well when Lazat has been healthy. So again, as long as they're winning, uh, I, I think he's kind of stuck where he is right now. The only thing I could see them doing is maybe again, moving him from center to wing. Uh, but then who do you put at center? Not sure. Um, but like I said, I don't, they're just not there yet, but I do understand the concerns of everybody. Uh, especially, uh, when you see that, uh, I, I hate to mention this, but, Gabe Velarde has um, one more goal and I think one more point than Pierre-Luc Dubois, and he's played in half the games that he has so far. But then again, Gabe Velarde's playing on the top line in Winnipeg, and I think he's probably playing on the number one power play unit as well. And that does make a difference when Gabe Velarde is not putting up the numbers that he has been. Well, part of it is because he's playing on the third line and he's on the second power play unit. So that is part of the story. Thank you to everyone who took the time to email and to comment on the YouTube episodes. Really appreciate it. If you want to send an email at any time, 
The email address is lockedoneddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. You can also post your comments on the YouTube uh, episodes as well. For you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on Lakings every day, and thank you for doing so. No show on Monday because of the Christmas holiday. We will recap the Kings-Flames game on Tuesday. Uh, the Kings are off for the holiday. Monday and Tuesday, they'll play Wednesday at home against the Sharks, Thursday in Vegas against the Golden Knights. So big week coming up for us. But again, no show on Monday because of Christmas. Uh, we'd love for you to stay connected with the show by following us on Twitter, X, Instagram, at LockedOnLAKings. All right, that's going to do it for this uh, today's show. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great weekend. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday. And as always, go Kings go.